Proverbs chapter 5, verses 1 through 14. My son, be attentive to my wisdom. Incline your ear to my understanding, that you may keep discretion and your lips may guard knowledge. For the lips of a forbidden woman drip honey, and her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps follow the path to Sheol. She does not ponder the path of life. Her ways wander, and she does not know it. And now, O sons, listen to me, and do not depart from the words of my mouth. Keep your way far from her. Do not go near the door of her house, lest you give your honor to others and your years to the merciless, lest strangers take their fill of your strength and your labors go to the house of a foreigner. And at the end of your life, you groan when your, bo- when your flesh and body are consumed and you say, how I hated discipline, how my heart despised reproof. I did not listen to the voice of my teachers or incline my ear to my instructors. I am at the brink of utter ruin in the assembled congregation. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. So we got we got some storytelling, a little bit more kind of storytelling mm. vibe today. Mm. Barrett. Yeah. Joined by the great Barfaccio. Yeah. And uh another fatherly address. Um, and today we meet the opposite of Lady Wisdom. Yes. The woman of adultery. The forbidden woman. The forbidden woman. Yes. And uh, you don't want to go over to her place. It's uh, It goes down to death yeah. and uh, down to the, the path to Sheol. Hmm. But many do. Um, and, you know, there's there's a really gritty like quotation. I think, I can't say this with certainty, but I think this is the first time where there's kind of dialogue of, you know, the sun, you know, it's, it's like hypothetical dialogue of the sun. This is what you're going to say. If you don't listen to me, <laughs> you're going to groan how I hated discipline, yeah. you know, and there's these, uh, few lines on regret. So, right. Barrett, what do you see going on in, in this passage today? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, it's a warning against this adulterous woman, this forbidden woman, and the, mm-hmm. and the father is instruct, instructing the son to stay far away from her. Um, you know, something that I would point out is verses three to five just gives such a real depiction of sin. Sin in general, I mean, certainly this particular sin of sexual immorality, but, uh, but sin in general, you know, verse three says, for the lips of a forbidden woman drip honey and her speech is smoother than oil so it's it's like this sweet you know this sweetness and sin is so like this mm. where it appeals to something in us and it feels like it's going to be so sweet and it's going to be this smooth oil you know and and, and just such a good thing for us yeah and then in verse 4 but in the end she is bitter as wormwood sharp as a two-edged sword. Mm. And we've all we've all experienced this in our life where whatever sin it was and and maybe you know for many it was sexual immorality. I mm. mean obviously something that all of us deal with and and I'm not just referring to to guys here. Yeah. But um but we but in the end, you know, it it turns it's as bitter as wormwood. Mm. And it's a sharp two-edged sword. Mm-hmm. 
and then her feet go down to death. So it's actually leading you down the path to death and destruction. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas when you started out, it was, you know, it sounded so sweet. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I think of like the sirens in Greek mythology, you know, mm-hmm. that uh, their their voices sounded so sweet and you were just like so tempted and taken yeah. in by them, but you were ultimately killed in the end. Yeah. And so, you know, they had to strap themselves to the boat and like put, you know, earmuffs on or whatever to, to mm-hmm. not hear those voices. And I think that's a good, a, a good picture of, of what we are to do here with this forbidden woman. It's like, mm-hmm. stay as far away as possible so as not to be lured in, not to be tempted. And I think we need to keep our keep our feet far from her. Uh, verse six also is 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 interesting that it says she does not ponder the path of life. Mm-hmm. So this verse harkens back to yesterday when uh, we were in chapter four, and uh, we talked a little bit yesterday on four twenty six. It says, "Ponder the path of your feet." So the father is telling the son. This is how to, this is one step in the way towards wisdom is to actually ponder the path of your feet. Now it's pointing out this forbidden woman and saying she does not ponder the path of life. Mm-hmm. She does not think about what she's doing. She, she doesn't pause and consider what she's doing. She is just almost like ravenously, you know, carrying on day after day after day and leading people to destruction and, and seducing and tempting and bringing. Uh, you know, spreading her, 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 whoop, sorry. <laughs> that was a water bottle. I, <laughs> I got the hand motions going here. Dude, dude this fire. <laughs> but I mean, up. just spreading her poison around mm-hmm. and, uh, and she's not considering the path of her feet. And so I, I, I thought that was an interesting kind yeah. of juxtaposition between, you know, the father telling the son to p- ponder the path of his feet. And then this woman who does not ponder, ponder, uh, the path of life. Yeah. You know, another verse from yesterday, um, Verse 23, it says, keep your heart with all vigilance Mm -hmm. for from it flow the springs of life. And uh, that could be a whole episode in and of itself. But this idea that the the springs of life, I mean, that's such a abstract thought provoking phrase. They flow from the heart. And so Mm -hmm. guard your heart. You know, uh, the idea of like a water supply is actually really interesting there that the streams of life flow from your heart. You know, we, uh, we're very detached from like how we actually get our utilities nowadays, like gas and power and water. But, you know, especially in more primitive times, uh, if you were a real bad person, you would go poison the water hole Mm -hmm. because that's where all the water would flow out of. Mm -hmm. And so to let, you know, to, to not guard. And this is why, you know, even at our water treatment plants today, it's like they're barbed wired off. Cause yeah. we don't want people messing with where all the streams of life come from, <laughs> Yes, you know? And, uh, then that kind of leads into this passage today where it's this continued, you know, commendation to guard yourself, you know, and to, uh, keep discretion. It, there, there's this guard guardian kind of image, uh, that is, supposed to protect us from this sort of pain because it's not just like a flesh wound where, and and, you know, I think like all of us bear wounds from sin that we can attest to. Like it wasn't just like, it didn't just create a moment of, you know, momentary embarrassment or regret that just like faded really quickly. Mm. But sin has like lasting power, you know, like, Mm. like, and especially, you know, 
sins of, of adultery and, and lust, like it takes a long time to undo and the Lord's faithful yeah. to heal and to work through that. But this is that paternal instinct is like, guard your heart mm. and, I, and not in this like goofy purity culture kind of way, yeah. but like keep watch over yourself because yeah. this will, this will poison stuff that like the rest of your life draws from. Mm. And I just think that that is like, um, it's so powerful. And, and again, to just tie it to this paternal instinct, like we can read this both from the viewpoint as being the son and being the father and like to first put yourself in the paternal shoes it's like we all know that this is true like this is all advice that we would like absolutely push on to people that we love yeah. and so then we have to like put on the sun cap in this mm -hmm. passage and and receive that yeah yeah no that's exactly right um i i was uh struck by verse 12 you mentioned it earlier um but it's it's where you know this one who has given himself over to the uh, to the forbidden woman uh, says in verse twelve, and you say how I hated discipline and my heart despised reproof. And so I, I kind of saw that that's a little bit of a of a litmus test on whether you are pursuing wisdom or uh, pursuing you know walking down the path of, of wicked or wickedness or, or or even like flirting with the path of wickedness mm -hmm. um, is how well do you receive discipline and repro reproof in your life mm. like when when people bring something against you do you do you buck up get super defensive or have you learned to you know and this is this is a theme that's repeated over and over in proverbs mm -hmm. that a wise man you know, accepts reproof. Mm -hmm. And, um, so do you have, do you have people? So, I mean, one thing that I would say here is, is if you, you know, if you're listening and you say, well, I don't think anyone's kind of brought up anything recently to me. Um, I think there's, there could be a couple of things going on. It, it could be that you have hidden sin and mm -hmm. no one's going to reprove you about it because yeah. they don't know about it. Um, it could be that you're not, approachable like you have not presented yourself in a way to other people mm -hmm. where they feel like they can actually bring things against you and we've all had those people in our lives mm -hmm. where you know everyone's kind of talking in the background hopefully not in like a gossipy way but in a way that shows tr you know true concern and care for a, a brother or sister but you're kind of talking about them and it's, it's like ah, I, I mean i i would go tell him but like I know he's not going to listen. Yeah. Uh, and, and that happens all the time. And, and and so you could be in that camp. Yeah. And that may be why people are not bringing any discipline or reproof to you mm -hmm. uh, because you're in that camp. And so, and so I, I would examine it, not just like, well, no one's, no one's brought any like disciplining word or, or reproof to me in a long time. It's like, okay, well that may mean that you're doing well. And like, you're on the way, way path of wisdom it could mean some of these other things as well. And mm -hmm. so examine your life um, and, and you know, kind of see where you are. And uh, But for those of us who have been reproved and for those of us who are married, I think all of us receive reproof at some time. <laughs> what is your tendency yeah. when your husband or your wife, you know, brings a, a, a reproving word mm -hmm. or, or a disciplining word, if you will, uh, yeah. points out things in your life is it just defensive yeah. or do you receive it with grace yeah. and say you know what this is something i need to chew on yeah. this is something i need to like work through um 
and I am going to take the position of you're probably right, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna think through it a little bit more. Yeah, man, that is a good word mm-hmm. and a good word to land on. As we aspire to be people of fidelity, people of wisdom. Yeah. So for the great Barrett Fisher, this is Will Carlisle. We'll see you tomorrow on our daily rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.